You're listening to the Wild 7 Podcast Network. Listen different. Welcome to the Wild 7 Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Red. Joining me once again is the amazing, awesome... Oh, shit. <laughs> I thought that a sound berry, effect would... Berry. Atomic Alex. Int- interdimensional Alex. Welcome back. I'm back, baby. I'll always be back. Hey, Alex, it's not even like a welcome thing. Mm. You're, you, you know, you got a podcast here. You've been in Debbie and the Devil, the film. Right, 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 right. The greatest horror I'm, thing I'm ever like, made. I'm, oh, thank you. And by the way, I for, can't disagree. For those of you that don't know, Debbie and the Devil is a film that I wrote and directed and we made here at Wild 7 Studios. It's probably the greatest thing ever. And if you haven't uh, requested it at your local film festival, please do so. And Alex is in it. Yes. But uh, Alex, yes. welcome back, man. Thank you, sir. Well, thank you, you. Thank I saw you, you just yeah, yesterday. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. And, yeah. and with that, it's like, I'm like the Gandalf of the group. It's like, I never really go away, but they'll be like, where, where is he? And then right when things get troublesome... I materialize. Yeah, and I'm Frodo. Because I am shorter than you, which I I resent. Well, you don't have to resent (laughs) No, 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 I'm joking. I don't resent anything about my friend. I did nothing to earn my height. Nothing. No, no. Except be born and eat my veggies. Hey, Alex. Yes. Um... Let's just let's just jump right into movie talk, okay? We're just okay. talking movies. We're just sort of, you know, that that's it's like it. old school. Movie douche. I'm a movie douche. I'm here now. Yes. Okay. So Alex, mm. last night, yeah, you watched. I did a Houston double. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Before we even begin, <laughs> before yeah. we even begin. Yes. Yes. Where's yes. my head? Tell your Clint Eastwood story. Oh yeah. Okay. So. Yesterday we were we were we were squawking on the phone to each other yeah. and I told Nas a tale that I honestly thought I had told him and he was like no I hadn't heard this. And so here's a fun little tale about when I was a younger man and this was my first on-set experience and I was an extra in the it's one of Clint's Clint Eastwood. This it was a Clint Eastwood movie pretty exciting as I grew up watching his movies and I'm from the very town for which he was the mayor through the eighties and nineties. Right. So a lot of local history, a lot of local clout. And I happened to find myself as an extra in the film flags of our fathers, not one of his most viewed. In fact, I think about three people saw it. In in fact, it, it was kind of, it was released almost at the same time as letters of Iwo Jima and understandably, that's the Do, one you watch, well, not Flags of Our okay, Fathers. Okay, you want to know something funny? And I'm not even trying to make a joke. I'm an idiot. No, no, yeah, yeah. When you said this whole, st- when you told me this wonderful story yesterday, <laughs> I totally forgot he did a movie called Flags of Our Thought Fathers. Yeah. It, and you said you brought out, uh, which I won't spoil the story. No, no, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I yeah, thought, yeah. wow, Alex was in Letters from Iwo Jima. <laughs> See what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. That's the movie that actually got paid attention to. Now, I admire what he was going for because the idea was that's the Japanese tale. uh, uh, um, Letters from Iwo Jima and Flags of Our Fathers was the American tale, Mm -hmm. but of the same events of Iwo Jima. Mm. So I was in a scene where they're doing like a war bonds dinner because very gravity's rainbow, by the way, in terms of one forgets that during... But before, during, and a little bit after World War II, there's a lot of, hey, we can make a lot of money. We can yeah. make a lot of money. Invest, invest in the war. Invest in the war. War bonds. And war bonds. Yeah. So it's this big dinner. And of course, they're real, the, the storyline is very crass, that there's going to be this Iwo Jima mashed potato mountain with little silver like army figurines kind of stuck mm-hmm. into it. And I and another waiter. By the way, this was at one of those preserved ancient LA like hotels. Right. So very kind of like L.A. confidential kind of noir feeling. Uh-huh, and we were uh-huh. really in that place. And they decked me out to look like in a 40s, like, hello, sir, kind of uh, outfit. A question, sir. Sir. Around which neighborhood of Los Angeles was Downtown. It? It, had oh, to downtown? Have, it has to be <clears throat> left or right from where we are right okay. now, especially in these areas that okay. have been I, I have. Yeah. I have a few questions before you proceed. <coughs> Please proceed. Uh, what was the call time? Do you remember? Oh, it was definitely... Like it's usual, like a five thirty six. Did you call, did yeah. you park somewhere and then you went to like a you know how it worked? Remember, I don't know if it, it had to have been either park here. No, I remember now. 
you just par- take a shuttle, you know, yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of thing. You park at one place, then you take the shuttle. Right. And then it's everyone, cool. and then of course in the shuttle, you hear things like, yeah, well, of course, I, I and I worked on a million dollar baby. Uh, I yeah. was one of the people cheering in the crowd. Uh, interesting. You know? oh, wow. yeah, 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 yeah. Did you did you make any friends with the other actors? The other waiter and I got along really well. And you know what I was doing even oh. then because I was about 21. What was I doing in the back room when we were all changing? I was going through all my voices. I did my Robert De Niro face. I did all yeah. that. I was entertaining everybody. Yeah. And I wonder if one of the ADs saw that because. I don't know how or what luck. And I also like to believe, eh, it's because I'm from the same town that yeah. Clint was mayor for. I and another gentleman randomly, I remember that one of the ADs came out and he kind of looked us over and he's like, uh, you and you come with me. And I, and I, and you know, usually when you hear you and you come with me, you're in trouble. In this situation, I was like, oh, I feel like I'm being called to a moment. And mm. sure enough, my job was to be with this guy as we wheel out this big, like, flatbed with this Iwo Jima mashed potato mountain and uh-huh. we serve to the various stars. Ryan Philippi was one of them. He was, Whoa, really? He was, he was pretty cool, oh, he was but he was that? also, but he was just, he was, he was to himself and I don't blame him. He was just, he was doing his thing. I got to give credit to this guy. <clears throat> He's done some work. I don't know if anyone knows his name here, but his name is Adam Beach. He played one of there's like three. I'm gonna look up his face. This has me curious. Yeah, he he's or, one of three. Or, 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 yeah, yeah, we can we can look this up. But he the the movie is basically focusing on three vets who came from Iwo Jima, uh-huh. and this guy is one of the three. This guy Adam Beach and his character, I believe, was either fully or half Native American. And that's a big part of World War II that we forget is that Native Americans gave a lot of their, like everything from the Navajo code talkers to. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I've seen that guy in places. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the, and I remember Thank he you, was man. so cool because I was a little nervous and I was standing there and I was kind of, I was standing right next to Ryan Philippi and right next to Clint Eastwood and all these other people. And this guy, Adam Beach, he comes up, he claps his hands on my shoulder and he kind of gives me that little half massage, half shake thing. It was like, how you doing? Hey, buddy. Yeah. And, he, and he was just like, how you doing? What's going on? I'm, I'm Adam. Thank you so much. And I, and I kind of like a new, I was like, oh, this is my first set. He's like, yeah. no. He's like, he's like, he, you're, you're going to be great. I, that's so exciting. I'm really excited for you. Like, he, he trusted was, you? You're a white man. I, I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, you know, my ancestors were a little problematic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but he was really, really cool. Yeah, that's and that, cool. And that, by the way, being that this was my first time on a set, spoke volumes so adam beach if you're listening i want to work with you someday i hope to direct you someday or work with you to any capacity because that matters if you because i'm the low i'm the fucking excuse me i i I curse like a sailor and we and we have we have more uh intern morgan captain morgan here captain morgan oh hi how you doing yeah yeah yeah. um and i curse like a sailor but i have uh the heart of an angel who has a dirty face yes so uh exactly exactly yeah um so that being an extra you're the you're the smallest on the ladder you shouldn't be treated as such but you are vulnerable to any kind of meh that people right, want to throw right, your way. Right. So it mattered to me, knowing this too, and I knew it even as a young little upstart at 21, I knew I was like, well, I'm, you know, I'm just the waiter here. Which is funny too, because even as an extra, <laughs> the role I'm playing as an extra is indeed that role in life that people can dismiss. Right, right. But anyway. Which they shouldn't though, because it's, everything is important in a movie. For and, real, like every same, element. No, every, in, if, you know, I know even Paul Thomas Anderson talks about how he'll have, like, he has a guy whose talent is to get extras to do like the best job possible. So it looks just flawless right. and all that. Right, and, and, you know, having done it a while, I just know that if I'm lucky enough to be in the same position Adam Beach was, where I'm a principal player, yeah. you know I'm going to do the same thing and go up. And be like, what's up, guys? You, you're doing a great job today. Thank you for being here. Yeah, yeah. Moving on with the tale. Yeah. <clears throat> or did you have a few more questions, though? No. Um, call time, you said, was when? It had to have been very, very early. And, and you, then, of course, oh, by the way, I played two different extras. First half of the day, and this is the only time you can see, kind of see me in the movie. Mm-hmm. Although, I must make it very clear. I am a blur of other blurs in the background. And it's only because I knew exactly where I was sitting and what tie I was wearing that I can go see that vaguely right, right, blur right. thing with the red blurry tie. Wow. That's me. Wow. 
So that so I already gave it away that the other thing about me being a waiter and all that that unfortunately never made it into the movie. It would have been real. <laughs> well, well, well. <laughs> keep on listening. <laughs> so, um, so that's the first half of the day. And by the way, that's really weird when you're playing someone who's because the first half I'm a guy who's actually attending the war bonds dinner. Yes, sir. Question. Yes. Uh, food. What was their crafty like? I don't remember the crafty, but I do remember this. Huh. The first half of that day when I'm being that extra who's eating with everyone else, because the first half of the day I'm actually playing one of the dinner goers at this War Bonds dinner. So they put fake, not fake, but they put like cold mashed potato and cold veggies. And I started getting so hungry that I started to nibble from the plate, <laughs> knowing that it wasn't tasting that great. Yeah. I don't think I'd do that today, but yeah. you know, when you're young. <laughs> what if, dumber, what if like Clint Eastwood, he made the veggies and he put his hands all over yeah. it and stuff and he's I, like, I made him. He sat on them and stuff. Yeah. You're, you're straight from the yeah. salt of the earth. At the time, was he with that wife of his when that they did lots of tango dancing? Because I saw an Oprah, he had a wife that they would do tango dancing. I would hope Carmel. and think so. And she was a local news anchor in Carmel. Oh, interesting. Dina... Right, Dina something? Dina De Laurentiis? <laughs> <laughs> this whole time, Dino had by a the Dina. Way, by the way, yeah, I just yeah, want to yeah. say, I respect Clint Eastwood. I'm not saying anything. He might come and like No, dude, no, 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 dude. This is, uh, I, I love you, Clint. I love Eastwood. He's a legend. I, I Look, I don't know how he was as a mayor. I was too young, and I'm not interested in his politics. Yeah, yeah. I think he's just a great filmmaker. He's a badass. And he's a badass. And I, and I love those 70s movies, especially. Um, and real quick, well, never mind. No, no, no. I, I was going to talk about his past movies, but we got to move on. Go so, for it. So, on that day, when I see the guy, and at this point, he's already an old man. He's an old man right now. He was already an old man in 2005. He had to have been nearly 80 years old. Uh-huh. And wh who I see? Whoa, whoa, really? Right? Or seventies at least? Right? No, I mean, can dude, we the look guy, at how old yeah, he was in, I mean, in two thousand five? I heard the guy pretty much eats the way I eat, like just, just veggies and and yeah. lean meats and stuff. And, Only and, the things you could get. Right? While he's well. He's very well preserved. He's always been fit. He's yeah. yeah. Oh shit! Sorry. What was that? He was 75. 75. That's still, Damn. you know, uh, when, I mean, I don't want to be ageist and assumptive, but most of us, when we picture 75, we don't picture a guy who's still a badass. Speaking of age and everything, after yes. this anecdote, we got to ask Captain Morgan what her exposure to Clint Eastwood is, because I'm dying to know, because she's like a gazillion years younger. Oh, well, we got her right now? Yeah. Wait, okay, yeah, yeah. Captain Morgan, what do you know of Clint Eastwood? I mean, same thing. He's the cowboy badass. That's yeah. in like every like Western right. from like the seventies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. right. So like, I'm very familiar with him, especially the the good, the bad, and the ugly. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Hey, hey. I was just yeah. about to say, have you seen that one? Because that's yeah. the one. Yeah. yeah. No, I've seen that one like a bajillion times because my dad likes to watch it on repeat. Yes. Like, on whoa, your yeah. your dad. This is has been. Awesome, this like was me. meant to be <laughs> for Captain Morgan <laughs> to be here. Thing. Yeah. And you love the music and everything. Yeah. It's yeah, awesome. I, yeah. I like studied the music in like a class or something yeah. at school. And yeah. It's, it's really wow. good. Yeah, it's no, really that's, good. that's, that's, wow. hey, hey, hey. Hats off to Captain Morgan oh, because, you, uh, because that's, that's good. Usually, that's, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. young people, they well, don't. Or, yeah. or I can only guess some young people only know him currently as this kind of weird, like, like the Gran Torino guy. Like, do you remember when he, at a convention, at the Republican convention, he took oh. out a chair and started yelling at it like oh, it was yeah. Obama? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They I, probably I, know him as that, and they're terrified. Oh, yeah, yeah. Them. He's on stage. Uh, he said, um, and and you really uh, you really botched that up, didn't you? Yeah. And then he goes, oh, no, shut up. I'm, I'm the one who's talking. Yeah, no, no, I remember. I remember. He goes, he goes. And then, and then, when he said that, Captain Morgan, this is this is not any comment on Clint Eastwood's uh, mind or anything. He's performing, it's a but this is just a comment on how stupid politics are. He goes like this: He's in front of a bunch of dummy Republicans <laughs> or whatever. I don't know what your politics are, Captain Morgan. I apologize if you're a Republican or anything. He's a, he's in front of a bunch of idiots, and he goes, and, and Democrats are idiots too. They are too. You know, I'll, I'll um, just say they're all idiots. idiots. They're not. Right. They're not yeah. necessarily idiots because they're Republicans. They're just idiots who chose a path that's available to them. Right. But mainly, it's a room full of idiots. Right. Right. And then he goes like, he goes like, sit down. I'm talking to a chair. Like, yeah, and yeah, like yeah. he took out a chair, like Obama is sitting there, and he's like, 
Sit down. I'm talking now. And, now and then looks, everybody's yeah. like, Woo! Yeah, 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 yeah. You killed that yeah. invisible man. Yeah, it's like, yeah. dude. You, uh, or they're like, oh boy, we better applaud because right, the right. emperor wears no clothes. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, yeah, there yeah, was yeah. a there was a there was an onion article. You know the onion? It's like uh, that fake <laughs> newspaper that's funny and stuff. Yeah, yeah. There was an onion article at that time where it was like the quote was Great speech, Mr. Eastwood, says terrified assistant. You know? <laughs> no, and listen, well, Clint, you know, I love yeah. you. Oh, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you want to show down, movie. I am the movie douche, and I bow to no man. The showdown will happen tonight <laughs> at midnight. Be there or be square. All right. Oh, is that so? Well, I hope your quick draw is as quick as your mouth. No, Alex, you're making a joke of this. This is serious. Oh, oh, this oh. is you, me. Why are you dragging me? Because you're my friend, man. Am I the good or am I the (laughs) ugly? You're the good. I'm the bad. Oh, wow. We're displacing him from his own title of the good. He's become... Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather be the ugly, if you don't mind. No, well, I don't want to give that to you because I don't want you to be, like, offended or anything. Me offended? So he can say the good? Yeah, yeah, I think out of respect to the guy. I'm like Tuco. I admit, I have Tuco-like qualities. You remember Tuco? Oh, man. Captain no, Morgan? Tuco's, Tuco's, Tuco's yeah. the role yeah. in that movie. Hey, do you remember in A Fistful of... Wow, this is the Clint Eastwood show. Yeah, 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 do yeah. you remember in A Fistful... Did you ever see A Fistful of Dollars, Captain Morgan? Uh, I don't think so. Oh, okay. That's the first one in that trilogy, right? Mm-hmm. Where Clint Eastwood rolls into... Wait, it's the second one? No, no, no. You just went, that's the first one. Oh, I, I, I put up two fingers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, that's, the, that's the first one in that trilogy. Clint Eastwood comes into town, right? There's a town and there's two warring gangs, right? And then there's this coffin maker, right? Yeah. And Clint Eastwood comes into town and then the coffin maker is like, oh, the only thing that will help you is getting killed. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, and, then, and then Clint Eastwood kicks ass. I love Clint Eastwood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, again, no, he's awesome. the showdown so, tonight. The showdown. <laughs> you and Carmel Beach. Yeah. Exactly, dude. Yeah. Right there. He's like, We're gonna, I'm going to meet you at the bottom of Ocean yeah. Avenue and, and then we'll, we'll go... We'll head south towards 13th. Yeah. Do you know what's fucked yeah. up, though, Alex? I've mm. never fired a gun or held a gun. Or, yeah, nor have I. No, really? Okay. Well, I've held one, but I've never fired it. you want to hear it. the most fucked yeah, up? That sounds a little suspicious, wanna, doesn't it? Yeah, you want to yeah, hear yeah. a really fucked up story? Oh, oh, like, oh. it's fucked up just that I... Ex- it's not so fucked up, but it's one of those things that it's like, oh, my God, my life could... I had yes, a friend. Content. Oh yeah. No, oh, what's up? I said, yes, content. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I had a friend whose father was like big into guns and stuff. And I'm not one of these people that's that's really into the gun issue. Yeah. If you're against it, you're against it. If you're for it, whatever, you know. Just don't shoot me or my family and we're good. Um, you know, and... Uh, uh, but I had a friend whose father was really into guns. And he said, "My hey, I went to his place. And this was actually the first day that I had a drink. Like I had... Oh, wow. Not, not an actual... Okay, like my dad used to do the thing of like... He would have a beer when I was a kid and then be like, hey, you want a taste of this? <laughs> right, and I'd be like, yeah, ah, yeah, you know, right, like, right, right. Um, but so that I've had that. But that was the first time I had like a shot of something or like a little swig of something at this kid's house. Yeah. We go to his house. And he says, dude, my dad's gun arrived in the mail. And, oh, or, and the, or it wasn't I don't even think it was the gun. Or it was the case or something. And he said, I, I it came with an extra key and I took it. I'm like, dude, let's, so, and he's like, do you want to see it? I was like, yeah, sure. And then, then, so then he takes out this gun. It was like, I don't, it was a small one, but it was a gun. Like it was, it was a gun. It wasn't like a Glock or something. It was like like maybe a a 38 maybe. Yeah, something like that. Right. He takes it and he shows it to me. (laughs) Do you remember if it was a revolver or a pistol? It was a pistol. Okay. One of the ones with the clip and all that stuff. Oh, damn. And uh, he takes it. He, he lets me hold it. And I pointed at him. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. You were that kid. Yeah, yeah. And, oh. then, and then he goes, dude, don't fucking point that at me. Yeah. And then I start laughing. And then he takes it from me. And then he points it at me and oh. starts laughing. Oh. And then and then we're just laughing. And then we put it away. And then we had a shot. And uh, wow. luckily, it wasn't. if it was in the reverse <sighs> order, I would be either missing a face or I'd be dead. Or my friend would be dead. Uh, wow. So thank God. So I'm here for a reason. You know why that is? To host the Wild Seven podcast and to create content for everyone. Yes, yes, you were spared happy. that day just yeah, so yeah, you yeah. could yeah, yeah. you could do that. Yeah, back yeah. to Clint. We made, okay. a, major I, we made a major digression. Okay, 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 okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so uh, what? And I, I'm gonna kick back. Just tell the story because <laughs> yeah. I have questions. I'll save them all for after. <laughs> it's yeah, all good. So, uh, what I was saying before is that he is like even at 75, 
this guy was a rock. I mean, he he looked like someone who you just don't want to make angry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'm also just understandably kind of like starstruck because I'm like, oh my, like I've I've I religiously watched all the Dirty Harry films, mm. especially the first two. Yeah, 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 really good. Um, and uh, obviously in Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, mm -hmm. and all of his other. Another one that I uh, think is overlooked is High Plains Drifter. That's his second directorial feature. Yeah, and his first is everything I grew up with because uh, play Misty for me. Mm -hmm. Every location was a daily occurrence of my life. Very interesting. So that movie. How old were you when you saw that one? If you don't mind. Me oh, I, nice in that cool teenage period when I was absorbing cinema for the first time. It was that? It was around 14, 15. Okay, yeah. 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 <clears throat> so. Um, so I have this simple direction. What's funny is he gives it too. Um, and actually before he came out, I remember there was sort of like the cinematographer talked to us for a sec of what the shot was going to be. And then I think one of the ADs and they're like, Mr. East will be here. He's, he's just going to give his final looks and he might give some extra direction. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to meet Mr. East. Mm. And then he shows up and I remember he was pretty, it was pretty simple. As I recall, he was just wearing like some khakis and a white t-shirt, you know, like t-shirt. I think it was a white Not a button up or anything. I don't think so because I, what I remember was, though, this guy still has pecs and still has biceps. Like he he was really? still like at 75. This That's guy's, inspiring. Well, you know, because this was only a year after Million Dollar Baby and he still looks like he can, dude, even th later you're going to see Gran Torino and in that movie he's to get off my lawn. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, I, but I love too that he's gone from just how like Pacino went from hi hi I'm Al Pacino to wow I'm here right for Clint Eastwood yeah. it was well I guess we could talk like this <laughs> and then now he's get off my lawn yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean it's cool how the voice gets gruffer listen yeah, 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 at yeah, the yeah. showdown yes I will say I'll yell to him Mr. Eastwood I admire you I admire that you're in shape still <laughs> so he doesn't you know what I mean like my friend told me you're in shape and asshole. No, I'm just kidding. Well, yeah. No, because it's a showdown. I would be mean to well, him. Well, yeah. see you aren't a, a slave to the carbs yourself. No, no, no cake, yeah. no Twinkies, no nothing. But anyway, yeah, yeah. proceed with your story. So he um, he basically comes in and he's like, all right, what you boys are going to do is you're going to take this flatbed with his mashed potatoes and this meat here, see? And you're going to wheel it out to this table and you're going to serve it up to the guests. And just... Do what you'd normally do and just be natural. And uh, yeah, just take a good old scoop of that and give that meat a good old slap. Just slap the meat. Uh. When you get in there, give that good old slap of the meat. Yeah. Uh. Now, I'm not a dummy. No one here's a dummy. We get what he's going for, and everyone's giggling. He's like trying to connect olds. a little, like. Oh, like, yeah. But and was I'll, he successful? Were people like, this is kind of weird stuff? No, 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 no. We, uh, it's Clint Eastwood. It, right. Almost compulsorily, people were going. Because <laughs> he's like the man. He's the man. You don't go, Clint, that's in bad taste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it, it, this is and also his uh, I think it was his DP, his assistant director, his other people. They all were like, right. And I'm just there going like, oh, my God, you're Clint Eastwood. I'm, yeah, I, I already have my anecdote that one day I'll tell on a uh, on a podcast. Like yeah. as soon as he said slap the meat, I was like, oh, my God, it was amazing. My my laugh would have been. stares you down he gives he gives that look especially that he do like in the in the in the uh, dirty harry films when someone subs something that he doesn't like but he doesn't say anything to yeah, it. He, yeah, just, yeah. he just scowls yeah yeah, just, yeah. yeah yeah okay so that by the way that is one of those laughs that <laughs> is one of those freaking laughs where you go oh this person right, 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 right. Jesus Christ. i was i was yeah. making those noises on on a shoot on monday night at captain morgan knew I, between so takes it was, funny, it was fun That's stuff but, but yeah yeah but go ahead yeah, Sorry. yeah 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 no no you you almost had me wanting to go through the other laughs that i have noticed in this world but that's yeah. another, another moment for another time yeah. so so eastwood gives us that direction now this is my first time ever working with marks i come from the stage Ain't really about marks. Wait, really? They don't use... There's direction, and they'll be... They, I mean, eh. I tell a lie. There, there are, in rehearsal periods, sometimes they'll mark. But it's crowd. not super contingent on them, I imagine, because... 
It's or, not. Or I, like, mean, I mean, yeah, it depends. Like, like, I guess. I think but. the precision of hitting a mark is way more important for a camera than it is for the stage. Even though I'm not here to, and don't get all mad. People are like, I come from the theater and everything is worked out. Yeah, I, so am I. So don't get all mad. Well, listen, it's, Olivier will have to get over it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, how dare you, dear <laughs> yeah. boy? Try acting. Yeah. Um. So, he. Uh, so my. I don't remember whether it was the first take or the second or when, mm -hmm. but I, Alex Rogers, personally botched a shot on a Clint Eastwood, on a Malpaso production. <laughs> I personally fucked up a shot. How so? Simply by being, oh my God, I'm on an Eastwood movie. I'm on an Eastwood movie. I'm on an Eastwood movie as I'm backing up. And I'm the, and I'm the waiter who's going backwards, pulling the flatbed. And I simply go right past the mark. Right. And I even kind of remember seeing the other waiter being like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> and then you hear what sounds like you almost got something wrong in a game show. Oh, geez. Clear, all right, clear, clear in the moment. You're there, all right, and we're going to uh, set back up. And I'm like, oh, oh, what? what? And at first, I'm bewildered. I mean, truly, I was just like. You're like, what? what? I really <laughs> want, dude, like, I, I looked. I had to have looked like the greenest scrub right. ever. Right, and I was just looking around, and I look up towards Eastwood, and I see him looking just like. Oh, by the way, before this, before this happened, by the way, I did something that young people do that is just so embarrassing, and I will never do again. But people do this to make it seem like they're actually listening when they're actually just trying to make it like, I want you to. I, I just want to get my voice in the mix here. He gave us direction, and I like repeated the direction back to it. He's like, I want you to go there, just walk there and hit that mark and serve there. Okay, so I'm going to walk there, hit that mark, and serve that thing, right? Yeah. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> just, and I remember even at that moment, and he did that very, just like Dirty Harry dismissing a, an annoying witness at a yeah. crime scene. He's just like, yeah. Damn. And I was like, oh, no. I've, so I already kind of didn't impress this guy. And mind you, I'm bursting with this need to tell him I'm from Carmel. <laughs> because yeah. you're free. I, I mean, right, I, right, right. and then, and I need to preface something here, folks. I get uncomfortable when I say I'm from Carmel because a lot of y'all will assume that I come from the cover of an LL Bean catalog, yeah, and that my family owns like some golfing course, and that I'm part of the. Oh my God! Did you notice the minorities? Yeah. I'm not from that Carmel. There are other little parts of Carmel that are a little more, shall we say, country. Mm -hmm. And I'm from there. Yeah. And for the, you real country folk, don't get all up in arms because it's not as country as you claim. But it is, relatively speaking, where I come from, <clears throat> a little more woodsy yeah. than plaza. Yeah. Know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel you. I feel so, you. so I just want to make that clear. You come from humble beginnings. I really, I, and also I come from a family that was already in Carmel four generations before. So when it actually was affordable and like bohemian and writers and artists and all that, right. before everything became, you know, oh my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four? Yeah, keep going. This is a great story. Yeah, man. So... I'm already in feeling a little like, oh man, I think I kind of messed things up. Well, now I really have messed things up. I've actually cost the production money. That shit costs money. It costs money. Yeah. Like they can't use that film. And meanwhile, the mashed potatoes are getting cold. Oh, they're, they're, they already were cold. Right, yeah. I remember at one point I accidentally, I forgot this part, I was serving Ryan Phillippe and some of the mashed potatoes splattered onto <laughs> his sleeve. Oh yeah, how did he react? Uh, understandably a, a little annoyed but he kept it together i would have done the same thing yeah. honestly i can't yeah. i can't blame him right right, right. This, what's this, this is this fucking kid and now he's splattering my fucking costume and i have another scene coming up i don't have to deal with this you know what i mean like yeah, yeah, yeah. i would have been annoyed too yeah, yeah. i don't i feel i feel yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah and i do real quick a thing have yeah. you ever seen the way of the gun this movie with him and Benicio oh, del Toro. Back Remember in the that day, flick? Right, that was great kind of, little. I mean, one of those. It was like in that snatch period, right? right? Like yeah, everyone yeah, was doing. Yeah, yeah, thing. everybody. Yeah, yeah it was yeah, it was the yeah. it was the sort of post Tarantino That's what I'm kind saying. of thing. Wasn't but that was one yeah, of the better yeah. ones, okay. even though that was Macquarie, the guy that made it. I think he, his influences were also like Tarantino, like from the source. Like he liked right. spaghetti westerns. Yeah, and yeah, stuff. yeah. Like yeah. He wasn't no, like, no, he's no. Yeah, talented dude and 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 a cool dude. I like. But go for it. So you fucked up the shot. Yeah, yeah. I fucked up the shot. And, oh, oh, you desecrate so Ryan Philippi. I, I, I desecrate Ryan Philippi's costume. I fuck up the shot. And when I fuck up the shot, I look up and I see Eastwood kind of, kind of 
sort of do that little th- tossing your hands in the air thing, but not super, you know, because it's Eastwood. He ain't going to do it all big. It's it's very, it's like a little, huh. And I, and I kind of hear him mutter, well, I told the kid to hit his mark. <laughs> and oh, boy, man. now it was cool to hear him refer to me as the kid. Because That's cool. you want the old cowboy to be like the kid. Yeah. Even, and let's, let's also... Every, what do we know in every Western? The old cowboy's annoyed with the kid for about the first three quarters of That's the movie. What I, I mentioned that the other night, the, yeah. yes, last night when I, we were speaking. Exactly. Like, it's kind of perfect that I came in all green and slippery and was like, oh, I don't, it's my first day. Yeah. And this yeah. old cowboy is going, oh, kid, you got a lot to learn. Right. Because one day I hope to be the same and I'll see this goofy little kid and I'll be like, oh, Jesus, this kid. Yeah. But in the back of my mind, I'm going to be like, but he's got it. He's yeah. got the goods. Um, although I don't know if he actually thought that of me. I, I honestly don't think he thought of me again. Unfortunately, the scene didn't make it into the movie. I don't... Oh, look, only one... I mean, yes, I did personally fuck up one shot. We also did get about six complete shots in there. So it's not like the whole thing right, was right. just like a disaster. Imagine if that whole day was unusable because I just... I fucked up all six takes. Listen, Alex, <laughs> not to get gross or anything... Yes. But if that story happened to me, I think I'd have diarrhea for a week. Oh, yeah. I would be very upset in my stomach oh. for a long time. Oh, oh even, you know just I mean? even my real story. I apologize, Captain Morgan, but you know how things work and yeah, stuff. Yeah, you know, yeah. like I would just be good. like, ah. Well, even uh, you mean my real story would give you like, like having fucked up one shot. Right. Would yeah, give you diarrhea. Yeah, yeah, oh, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what's funny is it would do that to me today. But the beautiful thing about being young, dumb and 21 was I was like, oh, well, all right, moving on. No, that's cool. Like I, ba- I remember I, I barely I take things got, way too hard. Dude, like, no, today I'd be mortified. Like, today I'd have all this opinion about it, and I'd be thinking, oh, at any moment now they're going to kick me off the set. I remember at the time being like a kid who knocks something over and is like, oh, my bad. And then he, like, moves on with the day. Okay. Like, it was kind of yeah. cute how kind of clueless I was. Let's role play for a second, okay? Ooh. It's five. It's, so, it's, it's, am it's, I, it's 15 oh, years from now. Well, You're you. Play. Yeah, yeah. I'm Clint Eastwood, okay? You come up to me and say, Mr. Eastwood, do you remember? Mr. Eastwood, I don't know if you remember. You you may not even remember your own movie, Flags of Our Fathers, because no one really watched it. But you, uh, it's, uh, Clint, Clint. Huh? Clint. I'm, I'm right, I'm right <laughs> you know, because he's like, <laughs> you know, that's, that's the role but play. But he that's still what. has a 44 Magnum. Yeah, yeah. well, still, that's what the scary part. still pointing. It's just yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. like, I'm like, oh, so, yeah. sir, sir, I, I, I just want to let you know, I was in your movie. I, I personally botched a shot. Yeah, and that's where yeah. he shoots me right then and there. I just want to say the showdown <laughs> is off, though. I'm not showdowning with, I respect Clint Eastwood hey, massively. Man. Dude, he's, he's, look. He's like any of these guys. We ain't taught. I don't know who he is beyond. Oh, a, a good legend about him. Nothing evil, but like a good legend is true about him that I saw for myself. It is known that he doesn't say action or cut. He'll say, go ahead. And then he'll be like, all right. And the reason for that is back in the day when you're doing a lot of Westerns, if you go action, all the horses go. Ugh. Oh, interesting. So, and also, as we know, uh, you know, actors can be some frightened horses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's better to just kind of be like, whenever you're ready. Yeah. Go That's cool. So I saw that for myself. Like I saw him each take. He just says go, action. No, what does he, he say? He go. He either says, whenever you're ready, or he'll go, go ahead. And then when it's done, he'll just be like, okay. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, because you know my method. I say go. And then I say, stop, idiot. Yeah, it's your, at you the know. end you yeah, go, yeah, okay, right. what was that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah, I yeah. don't do that. Um, that's very interesting. No, but wow. that was, yeah, that was my first. That was your Clint and, and, and also, I must say, it's never really been that momentous since. I've done a lot of extra work, and I'm just one of the blurs in the background, but it was Like, you were cool. in uh, a few things recently, like Black yeah. Monday, you, you, you did That's something. true. I yeah. was on the pilot of that. Yeah, yeah which yeah, I think yeah. is still going, and it got nominated. I so, hope so. Because of you. It's it's because of me. Yeah, They're like, yeah. see, see Pit Boss number 55? Yeah. He's perfect. This was the... Uh, Alex, I thank you for giving me this content, because I, quite frankly, I was really tired today, and I didn't have the energy to talk that much. Well, I mean, hey, hey, and I have yet to tell you about my double feature that I Okay, go night. for it. Let's okay. let's yeah, yeah, talk yeah, yeah. the movies. Uh, but I, but and I stuff. know we've been going a while, so I'll make it. Brief I got I got one things. one no, thing. No, please. I have been talking a mile a minute. No, no. You get in here. Um. No, nah, nothing big. I watched the cool parts of Dark Knight Rises last night, which reminds me of my Michael Keaton story, which is uh, oh. I used to have a, my tailoring shop, which we just moved 
used to be in Montana Avenue, and we just yes. moved, and I, I'm still processing that because we've been there forever. I know. And yeah. uh, and uh, I used to show my short films in the window, uh, and uh, one day I was completely high out of my mind, and I was walking and talking to my friend on Montana, and we were joking, and my friend kept playing this clip, that clip of Best Cry Ever, where the guy's like, you, have you ever seen that one where this guy's like, and I still love you. And then the guy goes, ah, like he cries like that, you know, like kind of like how I laugh and stuff. I, and he maybe. kept, he, yeah, he kept yeah, playing yeah. that. And I kept laughing like, like a maniac, like, ah, <laughs> you know, like, and, uh, and I was, I, I go by the window and then I see like the unmistakable, it's Michael Keaton. And he just sort of looks at me and just Wait, sort of Michael go, Keaton or Kane? Keaton. 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 Beetlejuice. Okay. And, okay. And okay. 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 When you said Dark Knight Rises, oh. I figured you meant Michael oh, Caine. Oh, no, 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 no. Batman meeting Michael Keaton. Right, right. Thank you. I'm now on board. Right. I was actually, I was talking to Mo. I was talking to Mo that, you know, oh, 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 Dr. Oh, Mo. Yeah, yeah, and, Dr. Uh, Mo. And then Michael Keaton just sort of walks past me. You can't see this listener, but yeah. he sort of just sort of goes like, hey, guy, you know. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know? yeah. And, then, and then I just yeah. casually, because it was such an insane time in my life anyway. Yeah. I was just sort of casually like Batman just walked past me, and then Mo was like, "Wait, what?" And then and then, I, and, then and then the second I said that, he sort of sped up walking. Oh, I'm like, oh, dude, now oh, he's like oh. running away, and then, and then I was like, "Yeah, it's Mr. Mom. Mr. Mom is like running down the street or something." This was like what twelve if he years had ago. Split into twelve other cells, it, like in multiplicity. I mean, dude, I used to go, uh, more, Captain Morgan. There used to be a movie called Multiplicity where uh, <laughs> where, where Michael Keaton clones himself. Okay, and there's a bunch of Michael Keatons. I've never seen this film, but the but, cover. Remember the cover? Right, right. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a bunch of Michael Keatons, and uh, I remember they're all, they're all like Congo holding each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And like the lead one, his, the lead one is holding his wife, but everyone behind him is Congo holding. Wait, yeah, 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 that's yeah, a yeah. great image for Mr. Red. I'm gonna do that. But but I remember I I in high school, Captain Morgan. Education is very important, but unfortunately, I was a bad student and I was very truant sometimes and so i got sent to like the stupid kids school but not like <laughs> not like developmentally disabled kids bless them i mean like kids that were delinquents and stuff like gang gang members or, or like things like that you know mm -hmm. like and uh we had a, a substitute come in and the for our history class and uh what the guy the substitute was like so uh, what, what do you guys usually do here and then the kid was like oh like you know we watch movies you know and then and then they were like, oh, like history movies? And he's like, no, like multiplicity. <laughs> Dude, I bet, yeah, mo like, I bet it was those kinds of like, like, oh, like, what do you have for an option? Right, right. Multiplicity, no, dude. Uh, uh, Krippendorf's <laughs> tribe. <laughs> yeah, uh, we've got down Periscope. Yeah. Dude, uh, we've got. I remember from oh, my Hudson Hawk. <laughs> Sorry, I just throw another. Oh, one I gotta in there. see that by That's the way, but. Not good. Yeah. I'm just thinking of just like options for a classroom that right. is not cool. Dude, dude, I remember for the science class, we had to watch on Fox. They used to show this show, Magic Secrets Revealed, like where it showed you how magic tricks are done. Oh, and like that. the way yeah. the, teach, the teacher would just be like, write five things about this. Like oh, literally just like. Yeah, dude. I used magic. to walk by it's, those classes thinking, why am I busting my ass off right, to right, like right. fit in with the quote right. unquote like advanced yeah, group? Yeah, yeah. And they get to watch movies. Yeah, it was it was interesting. Like you would just get credits just for showing up. Right. And my parents were like, listen, <laughs> yeah. get rack up your credits so you could graduate from a normal goddamn school. Right, and right. you know just get through this. So we're not embarrassed by you. I'm also <laughs> here to contend that the American school system on the whole, not on the specific, if you had a good one, good for you. But on the whole, it's lackluster. And no. I think they failed you first, sir. I, I believe, and I, I, this is my um, Wild Seven's official stance, my official stance. I can't speak for everybody, actually. But teaching is important. May mm -hmm. Perhaps the, the school systems need a little work, but I do not uh, discredit teachers. I do not, I, I admire them and... Uh, yeah. Hopefully one day I can teach a film or something or, or how to pick locks or I don't know. You know. Exactly. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Exactly. But, um, yeah, so we, you, you did, did a double feature. I did a Houston double last night. John Houston. Houston. John Houston. Yeah. Who also did the voice of Gandalf okay. in the animated Hobbit. Before you go, that's how John Houston talks, Captain Morgan. You heard that? Okay. Mm -hmm. John Houston John was Houston. in a... I'm was the lawgiver in, in Battle for the Planet of the Apes. He was in a film called Chinatown. Oh, oh, oh. Where at the end of it, 
He's a bad guy in the film. He's a really horrible, creepy, disgusting, horrible. horrible, horrible, vile character in the movie, right? Yeah. And at the end of the film, the 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 he a little kid is released to him, and he sort of creepily oh, goes. Oh, 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 no, no, it's not just that, sir. It's a double reason what's happening. Is. Should we spoil it for Captain? I mean, let's put it this: uh, this doesn't spoil it. Someone he loves has just been killed, and someone he loves has survived, and he's trying to then get her out of that situation. Mm -hmm. But in as he's getting the one who lived kind of into his arms, he looks to the one that he loved who's dead. And it's, it is a very tragic situation. But a-holes like Nas and I start giggling because the way he says the line is a little like, so he goes, Oh dear, oh no, oh my little girl, my little girl. So Alex and I were talking about this one, one day over the phone. And Alex, what happened? Well, I did exactly what you just heard, but I forgot that my window was open. Not just open, but blinds were open. So like my, so like my voice is going out into the street and I can be seen. And this dude waddling with his, you know the people who don't look at their dog, they're just looking at the phone right, and the right, dog right. walks them? Yeah. It was that guy. But I got him to look up from his phone because he looked up so alarmed, like something was happening, <laughs> like like maybe I like lost someone earlier. Yeah. But it's just, oh my little girl, yeah. my girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. When he saw you, you should have been like, Join me. Yeah. yeah I'm like, <laughs> right? like, listen, if this happened to you as well, uh, then you would understand that I have to direct this. And I believe that there will be blood borrowed a lot from his voice. That's right. That's what I wanted yeah. to say. And I just want to say, I, I, I love the fact that we have, you know, excellent Emily and Captain Morgan here. Because yeah. you, have you ever seen There Will Be Blood? I have not. Okay, no. well, you know what's funny? The day you do, because it's a great film by the great Paul Thomas Anderson. Mm -hmm. uh, the day you do, just know that John Huston, he was probably a model on that. Huge, on because, that because not just his voice, but also Sierra, a treasure of the Sierra Madre. Yeah, Madre. Yeah. Sorry, I, I pronounce it like that because of an Eddie. Did you, have you seen that one? I have, but I need to rewatch it because when I saw it, I was younger and dumber, and I remember being bored through right, half right, the right. movie, but that's because I was younger and dumber. Let's, uh, let's, okay, I got a Houston thing I can talk about. <clears throat> you All talk right, about your cool, double cool, feature. Cool. Yeah, yeah, so here we are. So yes, Houston. I saw two Houston, John Houston films that I'd never seen before, and I believe they are somewhat back-to-back -back in his filmography. What are you grinning No, about? I'm still thinking of Clint Eastwood talking to the chair. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> I, I, that just popped into my head. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I, I, no, no, I'm not <laughs> yeah. going to shut up. You yeah, shut yeah, up. Yeah. You know what that also is, by the way? And what I think he was going for, okay, Theater 101, you do stuff like that. Right. In fact, Therapy 101, you do stuff like that. But why you would do Theater or Therapy 101 in front of like... <laughs> Well, Dinner-going professionals. Well, because politics has become theater and therapy 101. That's why. Um, if, proceed. I, if I could <laughs> drop this mic, I would. Hey, because hey, thank you. That is thank that. You. No. That's right. That's right. Yeah, cool. So I'll, let me get movie douchier yeah, cool. as I talk about uh, two titles. And I'm curious uh, if either of you actually have heard of these to any degree or seen them to any degree. Mm -hmm. The first one. 1950, The Asphalt Jungle. When we were speaking of this over the phone last night, <laughs> yeah. I confused that with Blackboard Jungle, this juvenile right. delinquent film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I, I think, it, I have not seen Asphalt Jungle. Yeah, I know yeah, that. yeah. No, and, and honestly, I only have just been looking up lists of like noir films. And if there's a title that interests me, I grab it. I'm, and I don't look up the story I know as little as possible. I will look at the date and the director and some of the cast. Mm -hmm. That's it. Mm -hmm. So going into this, I knew we had Sterling Hayden. Did you ever see uh, um, Doctor Strangelove, Mor Captain Morgan? Doctor Strangelove? Doctor, so there's, I know there's Doctor Strange. That's a different thing. Yeah, but like in Marvel. the 60s, Marvel, but in the 60s, there was this comedy about the end of the world called Dr. Strangelove or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb. Very That's funny the whole film. title. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I haven't. All right. Well, definitely a, a good one. But anyway, this guy, Sterling Hayden, who was in that movie, he he is, uh, he is played a lot of like tough leading men in, in the 50s especially. He's in it. A couple others. Real simple. It's a heist gone wrong. 
Oh, well, let me actually lay out what the double was. So it was the Asphalt Jungle, 1950, and the 1951 Key Largo. Which I've seen as a kid. Right. Like Marlon yeah, yeah, yeah. Bless Her Soul. Yes, yes. So, um, <clears throat> and also, I'm getting, I used to be uh, uh, quite prejudiced towards older movies simply because I thought they're, they're not possibly going to be as cool as... And, and I'm not some idiot who only watches things that made after the year 2000. I love my favorite stuff, as you all know, is like 60s and 70s. But I had this belief that if it's any time before that, it's dumb. Yeah. Well, that was a dumb thing to be holding on to because I'm being re-educated. And this is real education right here. This is yeah, Take that again, American school system. You should have been showing us Asphalt Jungle and Key Largo and other yeah. things. So... Um, real simple, the asphalt jungle, heist gone wrong. It's just that simple old thing. Here's the plan. I need you to do this. I need you to do that. And even as we're planning it, we, the viewer, are like, oh, this ain't going to work out. Yes, What sir. city? San Francisco. Oh. So what's interesting, too, is today I don't think of San Francisco as, like, at all, like, a gritty, like, the city, the asphalt right. jungle. Even the opening shot is like the Golden Gate Bridge in the bay. And I'm like, yeah, but you guys have a nice breeze going on. Right. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, but Houston did a lot of his noir stuff in San Francisco. Maltese Falcon is in San Francisco. Right. And also, fair is fair. The original source material for Blade Runner is in San Francisco, not mm, L.A. Interesting. But I find, though, L.A. is a little more believable, even in these older movies. is like a gritty <laughs> city. But anyway, San Francisco, it is what it is. What I found really interesting about this, I won't go too deep into these things. I just want to give some broad strokes here. Go but for in it. the asphalt jungle, all of our guys have a vice that they are like carrying with them through their lives. And some of those vices are going to mess with the whole plan. And some of them are just part of their character. And what I found very interesting and what continues to be interesting in these older movies is they don't label people, but you, the viewer, as a conscientious adult watcher, will go, Oh, this guy's totally a pedophile. Oh, really? So one, he, w there's a character. There's that a is character that? who who keeps talking about like when we get all this money, you're gonna go. With, we're gonna go to Mexico. They got all these young girls, and at first you're like, yeah, I get, yeah, young, like young women, right? Finally, they get to a point where he goes to this little diner, and there's like high school kids, two dopey dudes, and this very like vivacious like. 16-year-old, I think they found like a 24-year-old. Right, right, right. She did not yeah, look 16, how they used, to do, the point, yeah, how they yeah, used yeah. to do it. But the point is, you know character-wise. She's young. But this was a very interesting shot. It's not, it's it's creepy, but they didn't, but it wasn't like excessive the way they do it today. Mm -hmm. But this guy's just, he's like, because the thing is, they're like, oh, we don't have any more nickels to play the jukebox. And you can, oh, it's like, oh, this is totally his target audience right here. And he's like this kind of creepy old German who has led the whole heist. And he's actually a very brilliant safe cracker and he's a great man, but of course he's also a total creep. Right. And he gives her this nickel to play the jukebox and then she, of course, has to do this fucking dance. And it's like... Razzmatazz! Yeah, yeah, yeah. This <laughs> is all it the was, jams. It was so... <laughs> it, honestly, it looked like... It, it's like we're not even from the 50s, but whatever you're picturing, it, that's correct. Right, right, it's right, exactly right. that. But what's really interesting is at this point, the cops are on to him. And there's this shot that shows that nobody is, say, is, is clean. Mm -hmm. Because this old man who's creeping on the girl is watching her dance real creepily. And then the camera is on her and it slowly then turns to the window where the cops are pressed up against the window. And they're also- Like leering at like her? Like leering at her. They're like, yeah, we're going to get to you. We're going to bust you. But in the meantime- so it's this moment that's just showing how everyone is just not good in right, this world. Right. So very smart direction, I thought, in this mm. movie. And everyone has this thing. Like even, even Sterling Hayden, who's arguably your most likable, he has this violent streak to him. And he's not exactly nice to the dames either. So right. everyone's off in this movie. And that's one of the things that I liked about it is that some of these you focus on the detective. Some of them you focus equally on the crime and the cops. This one had a lot of time with the criminals. Mm. And you really saw um, also their various nuances. They're, they even had, the, you know, their typical rat fink guy who's also like, you know this guy. The awful mustache, the cheap suit. Yeah, yeah. He owns the little dive bar, but he's connected to the mob, but he's also always... And, and then the cops who harass me, he's like, come on, don't bring me down. To, we've always been square. You know I'm on the level. You know, right, like, right, like right, 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 right. it was all those stock characters 
But and I like the, I noticed Houston co-writes most of his movies. Oh, interesting. So I think he's interested in nuance of characters. Was one of the vices yeah. of the other characters booze or drugs or oh, something? Oh, totally. Yeah, one of them was a to- yeah, yeah. One of them was a was a was a booze hound. One of them actually, and then and some of them. One guy he didn't so much have a vice is that he already had kind of like a half straight life with like a wife and a kid. But oh. it's like, oops. You said Hayden Sterling Hayden was in. This? Yeah, yeah. Say, Sterling. Which one was he? He was just the guy who actually he had a simple thing. He's like, oh, I want to get home. I want to get home to my, he, he comes from like the Midwest. He just wants to do this one big heist and he doesn't even want to take like the extra jewels. He just right, wants right, his right. cut and he wants to What's go What's the nature home. of the heist? We're going to go into this top security, like, um, it's it's the classic one where it's not like a bank bank with cash, but it's like a safety deposit box thing where there's all of these jewels that people have left in this safe. Oh, yeah? And then this guy's going to take the wire and dab and put an eyedropper's worth of nitroglycerin on it, and then we blow it up. And then That's cool shit. Yeah. I used I to loved steal it, dude, so yeah. much shit when I was a kid and uh, into, you know, and I love <laughs> stories of stealing. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely, it show and all of these movies end terribly for the characters, but they're not that preachy. In fact, in one of, I'm not going to get into the Cagney movies. I got to save that for my own show. Right. In the words of Alex you Rogers. Selfish bastard. I know, I know, yeah, but, no, you, but we got to spread the content out. Yeah. But, but I will mention real quickly that like in violent James Cagney movies, there'll be a little note at the end that says, we didn't make up this violence. It's a current problem in America. And until it's solved, we'll continue to tell these stories. And I'm like, it's weird how I get how if you think 30s, 40s, 50s, I know for me, I think, oh, oh that seems like an unsafe time for anyone who doesn't look like me. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it doesn't seem like a safe time. But I will say just treating adults like adults, I miss that. I feel like now they're like, so these have some themes that are a little strong. So like, no, no, right, no, right, no, right. no, 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 no. What? Did you make it up in this movie? Yeah. See, what I hate about today is people want to pretend that violence doesn't already exist. So then they just want to get mad at movies. That's always bothered me. Or video games. It's like, no, 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 no. These reflect what's happening. They don't create what's happening. Hmm. Moving on. I agree. I agree. To, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, anyway, that's, I think that's enough about the asphalt jungle right there. That, but it's a, oh, last thing I'll mention. Guess who had her surprise? I, I want to say this is her first movie, and she ain't even a big deal. Angelica? No. Think iconic bombshell beauty of, of especially that period. Marsha Gay Harden. <laughs> he's got a, he's got a I love Marsha Gay Harden. Yeah, yeah, I love her. No, no, no. Yeah. Think, think iconic beauty, 1950s especially. Monroe? Yes. Really? Yes. Ah. Marilyn Monroe shows up. Ooh, okay. Can I tell you another creepy scene? Yeah. Okay. Trigger warnings galore. But, the, but what's fascinating about this movie is everyone's inappropriate. So the guy, you know how also in the heist... You have to go to a guy who's not going to be involved, but he can finance the heist itself. Right. And you realize he has like this young lover that he keeps on the side, but she keeps calling him uncle so-and-so. And he keeps going, I told you not to call me that. And he keeps, and then. Wait, are they for real? You. I, I think they are. Because how he does tries that shit to, get past like how, what year was this? Nineteen fifty. Now I have a. I think as you get into the fifties, these haze coats start to go down. But forties through the early fifties, I think you could just tell your tale. Right. I think so because they didn't even have well, ratings. I, mean, it was I just know there. There. Are, there are some films like these films by this guy Val Luton that are pre uh, pre haze code movies that are pretty gnarly yeah. thematically yeah that's what i love about all of these is they're just they're just real but it's not here's the other thing too is it's still tasteful yeah you yeah, didn't, yeah. didn't get in a but but you get it you're like because also he has the whole creepy things like aren't you gonna kiss me good night and she tries to be polite about it and then he he's like pulling for and then she's like no 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 disgusting and you're like oh my fucking god but as i'm looking at her this was such a young Marilyn. it's 1950 this has to be and she's just a side character. It ain't about her. Yeah, yeah. But I almost had to double blink. I'm like, is that Marilyn Monroe? Oh, she's the one? She's the one who's this niece character oh to this God. guy. Yeah, I know, I know. I, and by the way, I don't know if it was for real, for real. All I know is she does call him Uncle So-and-So. He says, don't call me Uncle So-and-So. You know how I feel about that. Hmm. Anytime a guy doesn't want to be called an uncle, is probably because he is an uncle. <laughs> yeah, that's true. 
or he doesn't want to feel old or he or doesn't want to feel old or something. I get it. But the point is, even even if it's not a blood thing, they went for it on like a creep level. And that's what I found interesting about this movie is they didn't sugarcoat the creeps. They really showed them for who they are. Yeah, you're they had a lot of mumbo jumbo. No more mumbo jumbo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But um Key next Largo. One. Key Largo. Key Largo was um we we've seen this kind of movie before too, where it's almost like a hostage situation, but it's 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 like the um, if it's not a siege movie, it's a snowed in or or rained in kind of movie. Right. It's a it's a we have to be in this hotel because we're in the Florida Keys and there's this crazy hurricane outside. And meanwhile, this you know who's this funny old actor, Lionel Barrymore. He was always, I think he's. Old man Potter in It's a Wonderful Life, the mm. evil guy in the wheelchair who's always who's like, oh. and a, and a, and a merry and a happy new year in yeah. jail. <laughs> yeah. I'm laughing because like back in those movies, Morgan, everybody talked like an idiot. You know, like everybody <laughs> talked very like theatrical and. I, yeah. I loved it. Yeah, because, no, I love it too. Because yeah. and I understand it's not what we might call authentic, but I currently despise. How that's not even a laugh. Like you'd be laughed out if you talk that way. Yeah. And I'm like, not in my movies. When I do movies, you're gonna see some camp yeah. performances. I mean, camp. personally, I think they should bring back the transatlantic accent for real. Yeah, I like that, like, Cary Grant. Yeah, like, kinda, well, yeah. I gotta tell you right here, darling. That yeah. if you're gonna do this, I'm gonna have to take your Charlie yeah. horse and take you out the bar. Which, know, by like, the way, yeah. you saw his girl Friday, so you know. I did. Oh yeah, yeah, and that was another yeah, very yeah. good one. But I guess. Back okay, to, yeah. Key Largo, and I'll try not to get too long on this. You got Humphrey Bogart. Who is, uh, and you know what I love about Bogey? Never afraid to look bad in his movies. Yeah. He, the first half of the movie, he's not getting involved in the action because he's, he, and one thing that is consistent with all Bogey characters, I'm not here to help any cause. I'm here for me. I'm just trying to get my skin through this life. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But this movie is going to require him to have to be a hero because here's this like hotel of nice people who are basically being held hostage by Edward G. Robinson. Right. Okay. So you do you know even if do you know that actor, Captain Morgan, uh, uh, Edward G. Robinson? Ever heard that name before? I feel like I've heard the name. I can't pinpoint who though. But have you, you ever seen the Ten? Excuse me, I belched. Sorry. Ten Commandments? Yeah, the Ten Commandments. Yeah. Do you remember bit. at yeah, the yeah. end of it, this guy comes out and he's like, Moses went up to the mountain, she, <laughs> to, to worship the God, she, but I have a God of gold. Ah, yeah, yeah, you know, God, yeah. let's worship yeah. the God Where's of gold. Where's your Messiah now? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then, yeah, and then yeah. Moses uses his powers or something to kill them or something well, whatever you know but that well, was moses is, was moses was the president of the nra right and so right, he just right, pulled right. out his 45 that he was, said <laughs> not on yeah. my time yeah. over my cold until the rifles hand. are invented i'm using these stones right right right, right. Yeah. Yeah. he took those commandments <laughs> and he brained people right. with them no yeah, no yeah. so but yeah yeah see now what are you doing here see you know that voice, right? Yeah. Even yeah. in cartoons, like right. we, like that's what like everybody about, knows it. Yeah, that's yeah. what I love about those old movies. Even if you haven't seen them, we as a public, you you know the sound. Well, though. dude, before you proceed, what's crazy? Yes. I find I'm with sorry, like I'm sweating. No, like no, no, no. no. We should start wrapping up. I'm baking too. Yeah. Um. Uh. The thing that's crazy about the younger generations is if you show yes. them something like that, they won't be able to exactly place it maybe some kids are totally plugged in and i have faith in the younger generation i'm yeah, not like yeah, i know yeah, i said yeah, earlier yeah, i was yeah, joking yeah, yeah, of course of course but um they will have seen it in a meme or something or they'll have seen it in a in right. a something or sampled so if, even in, in songs right or exactly like, like madonna listeners know uh james cagney from what from her song i think she has a song called white heat Oh, really? Or something like that, right? Or he, oh. something with the word heat in it, and they loop his audio through the song. Oh, interesting. So some yeah, people yeah. will then see the movie and go, oh, Madonna, yeah, blah, blah, blah. So yeah, right, the right. point is, these things, so this guy, nah, she, so he's that guy. Yeah. And what's funny is, he's a guy who is cashing in on his glory days of that, nah, she. Everyone there is dreaming for Prohibition to return, because that's a gangster's dreamland. Right, right. Oh, I wish Prohibition <clears throat> would come back. Yeah. And anyway, because we got to wrap this up, I'll just say it's a very cool movie where you get to see the bad guys run their mouth for a while because the the ultimate hero is biding his time for the right moment to finally deal justice. Mm -hmm. And what's cool is when the final, shall we even connect it to Clint Eastwood, this is before Clint would ever be in the movies, but Bogey has to kind of make a stand towards the end where he's going to need to literally murder these guys with a gun, but he's going to do it 
by agreeing to be their getaway guy in a boat out into the ocean. And what's cool is this lady throughout the movie who has been a total, she's actually, she was a good performance. She was like this desperate alcoholic, like hopelessly hooked on the bottle, really messed up and getting slapped around by Edward G. Robinson and just an abused victim. And at one point, she's been so like, oh, like big throughout the movie. You, you almost figure that that's who she is. Then she puts on a performance of that to go up to Edward G. Robinson. Like, oh, don't leave me, don't leave. And she takes his gun slips it to bogey and can just like, Oh God, Oh God, don't leave me. Here's the gun. Go to and then you're like, Oh, look at that. She just made this movie happen now because yeah. now she's provided Humphrey Bogart to have a gun so that he can be the hero. I won't spoil how that battle goes down, but it's worth it. It's a good, it's one of those tension, 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 bah, cool. movies. So asphalt jungle key Largo, Really good double feature. They'll defy your feelings about black and white movies being boring. And uh, really, and by the same director, so they thematically feel kind of in the same world. And honestly, these are movies where these stock characters aren't so stock. They're actually deeper. Right. That's it. Okay, well, last night, I something interesting that's kind of related to this whole John Huston kick that Alex is on. Mm-hmm. Um, as you guys know, the film Jungle Cruise is out with mm. uh, one of my favorite actors, The Rock, and the the ever-so-charming Emily Blunt. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. I found it very strange, and I'm try- I was trying to wrap my brain around it, that the, the movie is essentially, it just looks kind of mm-hmm. very much like this old John Huston movie from, I think, 50-something called The African Queen. Yeah, which where, I have yet, yet to see. Where Catherine yet. Hepburn goes on Humphrey Bogart's boat in like you know some african nation and stuff and she's like oh, i'm free I, you know, I'm yeah, free. yeah 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 how come there are it's, no africans right, in the right, african right. queen like there's this no, part like he drinks too much and then like she throws her his booze off he's like hey you dumb hoe you know like why'd you throw my booze <laughs> off the thing and are they it, indeed in africa or is it just i the think name so the yeah boat? because the thing is last uh, night uh, while i was making myself something to eat downstairs uh, i uh, i i let me throw on the first five minutes because i have seen this film a few years ago because i was on a john houston uh, kick i watched nice. treasure of sierra madre and yeah, that and something else yeah. and i watched it and the thing is watching it i get why it would make complete logical hollywood business sense and also artistic aesthetic sense to put the rock and um uh, uh Emily Blunt yeah in those <clears throat> roles right because it's there's a lot of chemistry there there's a lot of pitter patter but the thing is I just didn't remember the movie being this big action a minute thing I, I just kind of remember well they're gonna make it action a minute right right rock, right 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 but yeah. well, with Dwayne excuse me but uh but they're not uh if it's that movie I'm yeah. sure there's about two action scenes speaking okay. of uh yeah. speaking of black and white there's another pleasure with old movies, which is that lush Technicolor films and stuff. This oh, is one of those yeah. lush Technicolor films. It, right, isn't it in color? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. The opening credits are very beautiful of just, it's going down the, the river. river. No, I'm yeah. just kidding. It's a stupid no, movie. A but stupid anyway, double, okay, yeah. listen, gang, that's it. That is it. I watched the cool parts of Dark Knight Rises. Listen. Did you see the part where he went, <laughs> I love, listen, I am the bane of Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, right yeah, now, yeah, there yeah. is a studio exec in the other room, yeah. tied and I, up. And I love Tom saying, Hardy, by the way. I'm just being, yeah. I'm just being he's saying He's saying, why didn't you kill me, Mr. Red? I'm like, your punishment must be more severe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because I want to burn down Hollywood. No, I'm just kidding. We're going to preserve it. No, whatever. No, I don't care. No, whatever whatever I, I decide to do you. is what I do. Yeah. Listen, okay. God damn, it's hot. It's summer, yeah. gang. Yeah. It's summer. Is there any fun thing I can do? No, I'm too tired. I want to go home. <laughs> Listen, okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> Listen. All right. Uh, things... That you should know, listener friend, you have to know this. We have a YouTube channel. Please like, share, and subscribe. We are releasing things that Captain Morgan has been editing. Hi. Yeah. Yeah. She's amazing. We are uh, releasing these things. Last year, when I had to do the animation for Debbie and the Devil, which was one of the most goddamn fucking hardest things I've ever done, but I'm still doing more animation because I love it. It's weird. Um, uh, I, I, I documented the whole thing. And so now on our YouTube channel, we are releasing these video journals that I kept. And in fact, my novelist homie, Joe Ida, who wants to visit the studio, uh, said, these are fascinating. These are trippy and these are fascinating. I said, well, Joe, stay tuned. There's more to come. We're dropping one every Monday. And at some point, you know, 
the 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 there's going to be an avalanche of content being dropped on our YouTube channel just because we have been sitting on so much uh, 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 content and faces. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> joking. Yeah, yeah. sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm joking. Yeah, but <laughs> Captain Morgan's laughing. But <laughs> yeah, but um, but that being <laughs> that being said. <laughs> Enjoy. Yeah, I got you out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Done. Throw that mic. It's just, it's just my level. Listen, Morgan, you have to understand this. My level of respect for other people in this industry is very low, but I'm trying to keep it to. So when I say sitting on their faces, I don't mean like in some sexy way. I mean like, like no, I, I want to sit down. Hey, there's a face. I sit down and read my book, and you know, you know what I mean. Yeah, you don't have to explain. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, cool. Captain Morgan, I want to ask you something. Uh-huh. How are you enjoying the rest, th- th- this whole stay at Wild Seven so far? It's been, it's been fun. It's been I've fun. Been, yeah, yeah. I feel like I do something new every day I'm here. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. The kid is going places. The kid is going places. Amen. That's it. Yeah. And if anybody even thinks of ever uh, being uh, violent or, or mean or anything to Captain Morgan, they have to answer to me. It's you. Me, you know what I mean? Like, like showdown? people, right? Showdown, showdown. Yeah, yeah, and dude, I came up with a great, one last thing. One last thing. I came up with a great idea. I want to collaborate with Clint Eastwood. Okay, imagine this. This is the trailer. Okay, Clint Eastwood. He's like running in the streets. Okay, and it's like apocalyptic. We see the streets are empty. There's newspapers flying around and and stuff. And he's like, <sighs> and then he he picks up his phone. He's like, Janie, Janie, it's happening. It's happening. And then she's like. On the, over the phone, we hear, what actress do I want to use? Let's use Emma Stone. Emma Stone is like, Dad, what? What's happening? And then he turns around, and there are just a bunch of chairs, like zombie <laughs> chairs, you know, like like marching, running towards him and stuff. Yeah, and then, and then I, I could be in the movie. And, and not just the chair he used, sofa chairs, director's chairs, stools. You know, yeah, like yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. Like, if we're going to talk to him, you're talking to the rest of us. Let's yeah, get him, boys. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, also, just stay tuned for Debbie and the Devil. Big news coming with that. We are submitting it to film festivals, yada, yada, yada. We are very proud of the film. Alex has a podcast in the words of Alex Rogers. Would you like to say anything about that, Alex? Listen to it. Yeah, that's it. Boom. Also, the great Ashley does her podcast. She has returned from for uh, from her hiatus for Simpin After Dark, where she talks about everything in an honest fashion, which is super, super awesome and interesting. And people are loving it. And we're very happy that she's back doing her show. And also... Uh, uh, yeah, other things are, are coming in the pipeline. Diaspora is being filmed. Amiga is being filmed. Lots of great stuff. Very, very exciting. This was fun. Alex, you really carried the whole show this time. Uh, I let you because I'm fucking beat from the week. Hey, it's, man. It's, it's, when it's hot here, it's just hey, fucking... We just dance as we dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And by the way, we're not sitting on any faces. That's that's not happening. That is not that's happening. That's out of the... Out of the yeah, yeah. You know, if you if you want to make that happen, work that out in your own time. Yeah, and exactly. With a consenting partner. Exactly, Go exactly. And uh, yeah. Let's <laughs> just not talk about. Right, right, right. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. We're we're gonna move on from that. We're gonna move on. By the way, killer shirt. By the way, friend. Thank you. Yeah, Thank he's you. wearing a James Brown shirt. Yeah. But listen, Captain Morgan, this was fun. I'm sweating like fucking are you sweating oh, i've been sweating since the started it's hot in here we need yeah. to get some sort of ac my friend was listening to the show the other week and he said great show but you guys need ac and i was like yeah yeah we do yeah but uh i think i'm dying i think i'm i think i'm you guys i think i'm so dehydrated i think because i ran it i think you guys I'm not dead. Shoot a movie, not a person. We're good. Oh, wait, wait. There's one last thing. This thing. If you're a fan of the Wild 7 Podcast, make sure to check out the other shows on the Wild 7 Podcast Network, like Simpin' After Dark and In the Words of Alex Rogers. 